welcome along to our Bite Size podcast, uh, the uh, Modern Workplace series of podcasts we're running now with uh, with Bytes. I'm I'm Peter Ely, head of Modern Workplace at Bytes. Um, all of the podcasts have a different subject uh, that we look to open up a discussion about in each episode with a different guest speaker. Now this week we're we're pleased to be able to have Carl Kochar from Microsoft along with us. Uh, instead of me introducing you, do you want to tell us what it is you do at Microsoft, Carl? Sure, Peter. So hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Carl. Uh, I'm one of the cloud solutions architects uh, working in our global partner solutions team. And my role really is technology focused within Microsoft. I, I help partners build practices uh, around modern work. And, and this year I'm focused on Microsoft Viva. Okay, interesting. Um, you've got a, a, a specific role with a fairly new product uh, from Microsoft in Viva. So um, I suppose it's a good place to start in a nutshell for anyone that doesn't know what is Viva other than being a lyric from a Spice Girl song. <laughs> or a car. Uh, <laughs> so yeah well Viva I suppose if you call, use our terminology is, is an employee experience platform or EXP and what, what we've done is really put people at the centre of technology and the reason why we did that was uh, in reaction to a number of challenges that we we saw through research and talking to our customers that was out there in the wider sort of world. And one of the things that we discovered was that in hybrid working mode, you know, there's a chance that people can start to feel a bit disconnected, really. And, you know, keeping people in touch with the organisation in terms of communications and strategies is really important. The other thing we saw is that if, if you're working in a hybrid environment, especially remotely, you know, there is a challenge with having back to back meetings and not having enough focus time and, and burnout has started to come a bit of a problem for, for some of our customers. Another thing that we've seen is that uh, people actually start to look uh, for knowledge remotely and they waste time doing that because it does exist, but they can't find it or they reinvent the wheel. And what we're trying to do uh, with with employee experience and Viva is, is really try to help them access knowledge when they need it in the flow of work. And, and the final reason why we built the employee experience platform or Viva is is really we all know that there's a there's a skills gap in the UK. A lot of our customers, you know, want to retain talent, want to ensure that the talent grows in their organisation, and uh, they've got learning at their fingertips, and also importantly, make time to do the do the training. So that's why we created Viva, and Viva is is a suite of technologies really, uh, and it it covers four specific areas at the moment. Uh, the first one is Viva Connections, and that's that's really uh, surrounding uh, the employee sort of communications and engagements piece that I, I mentioned earlier. The next one uh, I mentioned is topics and that's that's using AI really to coordinate uh, content that's distributed around the organisation and, and bringing it all together into the flow of work and we can maybe talk about what that actually means in a moment. The next one uh, or the next pillar that we created was um, insights and this is really important for organisations if they want to understand the collaboration culture that exists uh, within their company, for example, the impact of collaboration on well-being, uh, how many people are working out of hours in an organisation and maybe using that to put plans to ensure that work-life work balance is maintained to, to stop people suffering burnout that I mentioned. And the final pillar, albeit not the last one that we're going to introduce, 
is actually is learning and that's really curating your content within the organization whether that be your in-house content or content from third-party integrations and there's a whole list of content providers we're partnering with to make that available in in learning and that that introduces learning into the flow of work so that you can actually go into teams access your learning do your training directly from teams and also share learning around the organization very easily so that's that's viva one of the things I will mention is that it's actually surfacing Microsoft Teams. So it's absolutely, you know, in, in the tools that you use every day and, and makes it really applicable for hybrid working because it's fully integrated into a mobile environment. And, and the other point I'll also make is that privacy and security are fully built in. So we, we put, where necessary, we protect uh, an individual's identity for, for, you know, insights within the organisation or, for example, we'll actually build in or honour the security permissions that are within the documents and, 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 and the content that surface within topics. So, so if you're not, you know, you, you don't have the permission to see the document in a topic, you won't see it. So that's that's Viva in a nutshell. OK, so it's a, it's a good breakdown of um, the, the, the tool there you've given there. Thanks for that, Carl. So I'm going to pick you up on one of the things you said about um, perhaps how people are getting burnout um, as, a, as a good example to start with. So I, I, we perhaps all of us suffered from this at some point um, where we've just been on numerous calls, um, just had too much screen time and it's and it has caused us to sort of feel overwhelmed or burned out as you as, and fatigued, as they kind of say. Um, tell me how Viva is helping with that. What, what, what would be the example? So is that going to help the end user? Or is that going to help your uh, your management staff to really identify that there's too much screen time and to, to sort of suggest proactive actions in accordance with that? Well, I, I think the pillar that really fits into the, to this problem set is is Viva Insights, and and there's something for everybody here. So the three, or there's four components of of insights. There's personal insights, manager insights, leader insights, and then there's a there's a more advanced analytics tool that um, an analyst an analyst can use. But in terms of personal insights, that's that's provided at the individual le level, which is completely you know private to that individual. No one else can see that, and that provides information on your your collaboration habits. So you can see how much time you're spending in meetings compared to focus time, which is really important because without the focus time, you can't get your job done because let's face it, you can't be overly, you can't document, you can't complete actions while actually collaborating. So focus time is really important. You can actually see that whether you need to take breaks within between meetings and you can appropriately configure your Outlook client to allow you to do that. And also you can absolutely start to plan your day so that you don't actually have to work out of hours which is one of those those signals that you're starting to maybe go into the red zone personally from a manager perspective he or she can see what's going on in, in their immediate team because uh, and actually start to understand you know the, the 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 meeting profiles and the collaboration habits of of the team as as a whole and one of the great things that the tool provides is is a is a, a set of recommendations because 
it's great knowing that maybe you know individuals in my team are probably working too hard and 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 and, and potentially not making enough time for focus and and maybe I swamp with meetings uh, but what are we going to do about it and that's one of the other areas that the tool helps with and and then at the leadership view or from the leadership view you you get the big picture and and that way you can start to impact change or make change you know in 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 parts of your business as a whole, uh, depending on, on, on what's coming back in terms of maybe collaboration habits again, well-being out of hours, burnout risk, all those factors which again, without this type of tool set, you don't really have any visibility of, especially in a hybrid world. I suppose it's very interesting because you, you've got, you know, it pops up on my phone every week that this is what my usage has been like this week. And it sort of pops up on my watch now and then saying stop for a, a stand up or whatever and stop to breathe and things like this. Mm. Most of the time I just ignore it all right. But actually what this tool is doing is then saying, well, OK, we've given the user the visibility of this. But from a management perspective, we're also saying this is how your your end user estate is as is working and and you can then proactively help your end users a bit more you know if they're not taking those actions and they're not putting those kind of splits in their diary and things like that so that's 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 quite an interesting point from that point of view so that's from an insights point of view what's what's the other use cases for the other areas particularly like learning and and the other the other pillar no, absolutely. So let's start with connections because that's a nice, simple one. Yeah, if from some in some respects, because as I mentioned earlier, that that very much helps uh, a hybrid workforce keep engaged and uh, aware of what the company's up to in terms of news and strategy. Uh, but also importantly, depending on what job role you are, you have access to through the connections app which is as I said surfaced in Microsoft Teams access to really uh, useful applications because the, it supports something called a dashboard which provides a set of adaptive cards which allows you to tailor experiences for different groups of people within the company and that may be for example for a frontline worker allowing them to access shift information easily through Teams also uh, allowing them to see their payslips or holiday entitlements, as well as keeping in touch with uh, the feed, which could be surfacing information uh, from around news articles, which are relevant and personalized to them based on algorithms running behind the scenes, uh, videos from stream and also Yammer posts if, if Yammer is deployed within the organization. So it's a sort of go-to place in a hybrid world to find out what's going on with the company and to access useful information. And as I said, all you need is, is a SharePoint homepage, which is global navigation, create a dashboard, enable the feed, insert it into Teams, and you're pretty ready to go. Uh, from a topics perspective, this is really quite an interesting one, really, because loads of, informa uh, loads of information exists across you know, any size of organisation in this day and age where you know, everything's digital. And you, you, you tend to see that organisations have many, many thousands of documents across the company and finding relevant bits of information is actually problematic. It's there, but how do I search for it? How do I find it? You know, people spend time, hours finding, you know, small bits of information that are really critical for what they're trying to achieve you know, at that moment in time. So what Topics does, it uses artificial intelligence to go and do the heavy lifting 
uh, for an organisation. It will go through the SharePoint online estate and in the future using graph connectors, third party repositories, and there'll be APIs to help with that as well. And it will pull all of that content together and organise it into what we call topics. And topics are pieces of you know, knowledge or information that are going to be relevant to, to individuals in the company. And then in the flow of work, it will surface that as and, and pop it as topic cards. And what I mean here really is if I go into maybe a SharePoint news article and I read it and, and Viva is there and I have no clue what Viva is, it will be underlined, I hover over it and then the topic card will pop and I can read a little bit about what Viva is and who are the main contributors to Viva in my organisation. And then I can click the learn more button and I can go and see a full representation of what AI is delivered uh, for that topic in terms of suggested input. But the important thing is there's human oversight here so that we can have a whole network in the, in the company of SME, subject matter experts, who curate that knowledge and can use the tools that are inherent within SharePoint to actually add things like uh, web parts for feeds, for forms, for videos, for links to additional information. So you can really customise that, that, that learning experience or that knowledge experience for the end user. In, in the near future, they'll be able to access all those pop-ups from Teams, from Yammer, from Outlook, and even from profile cards. So it's going to be pervasive in the Microsoft 365 platform. And that way, we're hoping, um, we're pretty positive it will actually allow our customers to access knowledge within their their organisation really much more easily. And it will be, it'll be, you know, the right knowledge because there will be human oversight. But when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of documents, it's just not practical for, for, for people to curate that. And that's what the AI is going to do. Uh, the Some... final one on. is, is learning. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm in the flow of work at the moment, as you can tell. Uh, learning uh, is is actually, you know, in, in response to that that CEO level issue about, you know, there's a skill shortage. We need to evolve our 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 employees. We need to make make sure that they feel that they are growing within the organisation so they don't start to look for new roles outside of the company and the cost of that you know we all know the cost of attrition in 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 any enterprise or even small business is huge so what learning allows us to do is to use microsoft teams again to access uh, our learning or uh, and that can be uh, from free sources provided by microsoft such as some seeded linkedin courses uh, Microsoft Learning, Microsoft 365 training, but also from a, a whole bunch of partners in this space who provide their own sort of professional level content for training people in marketing, in sales, in engineering, in manufacturing, and also the company curated content itself, which can reside in SharePoint. So if you've got any, as a customer, you've created yourselves for your organization, you can populate that. And so it's one place to go for training, it can absolutely linked in with uh, LMS platforms out there. Uh, there's three at the moment, uh, Cornerstone, SAP and Sabre. We're gonna create APIs uh, in the near future, which will allow you know any LMS to be integrated so that you can have that, that true assigned learning experience where for example you know a, a team is assigned training they basically do it they sign it off 
and then it's it's basically filled back through teams to the LMS and disappears from teams. So, so it's going to be a fully integrated LMS teams learning experience, as well as being able to forward learning uh, courses in, in the flow of work, as I keep saying, but it's true uh, in chats and channels as you would, uh, you know, any file or message uh, that you currently would today. So, so huge amount of capability there to solve real business problems, we believe. Okay, so just to, just to summarise, you you've got connections, topics, uh, analytics, and learning, um, which is is the, the the four areas you spoke about. What, in your opinion, is the 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 the, the real sort of sweet spot for Viva? Out of those well, four, I I I, I think it, it covers it. There's no one sweet spot because I think it it it, it covers. Well, the sweet spot's people, really. If you've got a, if you've got a, a workforce or, or you have employees, then Viva is the sweet that's the sweet spot for them because the idea behind it is to is to help the humans in your organisation better, uh, you know, do their job, whether that's being more productive or being, you know, protecting their well-being. So I'm going back to basics here with that answer, because I think I think it really the sweet spot is is the individuals within the organisation. It's less about technology, it's about people and their ability to do their job better. And for them, while they're doing it, to be happier, to maintain work life balance and to ensure that they are growing as individuals as well. So that's that's the sweet spot from my perspective. Mm. And I mean, it, it does sound really, really um, good, really interesting and um, certainly sort of sold on the value. Um, just, I, I just want to kind of like touch on the area that the fact that, you know, you made it sound very easy, I suppose, to kind of like get going. It, it, what it, what would be the challenges? I mean, if, if you wanted to get this set up, there there is some, by the sound of it, integration you have to have with SharePoint, you have to kind of get these various hooks and APIs set up. What, what's, is it challenging for, for organisations to do? The, the classic, because I'm uh, underneath the covers, I am an engineer. I, unfortunately, it does depend. So, you know, if anybody listens to this, you know that that's probably a, a truthful answer because it depends on what state or SharePoint state is in, for example. Yeah. So if we connections and topics are, are more dependent on SharePoint than, say, learning uh, than and insights. So it, you, you do need to have uh, SharePoint online. Uh, and also you do need to uh, have mostly migrated from SharePoint Classic to modern pages, as an example. You need to have, uh, you know, I mentioned this, uh, a SharePoint homepage with global navigation set up. But to be honest with you, you know, that's that's a, a migration that Bytes and other, other partners have been doing with, with customers for years now. It's bread and butter and it's it's well understood how to do this. So it's in terms of actually the migration to or or the piece of work to remedy where you are today, that's that's understood and, and nothing straightforward in engineering, but it is absolutely achievable, you know, and, and shouldn't take a huge amount of time. Obviously, it does de depend on the size of the Depended. customer. Reality is, you know. Huge organisations take longer than smaller ones, but that's the case. In terms of insights, uh, there is a bit of there is planning needed, uh, and that's again uh, I would very much recommend working with a partner in this space who knows what they're doing, because as well as taking graph API signals from our platform for Exchange Online and Teams as an example, so you can work out the collaboration habits that are in the 
in the company, you want to layer on what we call organizational data. So this is a HR type data, which allows you to uh, further analyze, you know, the impact on maybe management levels uh, within within the organization, different parts of the organization. You can even uh, upload payroll information. Obviously, you might not put individuals payroll, but you could have bands of payroll uploaded. So importantly, as well as looking at nice things like well-being and, and, and best management practices within the organization, you can start to work out the cost of collaboration. And you, you can overload CRM data. Again, some planning needs to be done there. Uh, but you can start to look at from CRM's perspective, which external domains you're working with. And if you've got, you know, the cost of collaboration and external domain information, you can work out how much money in terms of collaboration time you're spending on partnerships or with customers. And that for certain parts of the business is gold dust and very useful to know. So there's there's a whole chunk of work needed there to, to, to deliver that. In terms of training, again, uh, a, uh, integration work supported LMS, it's it's it's. It's a one-off experience though. You know, once you've integrated the LMS, uh, it's done. And also making sure that you understand what content you're going to provision. I think one of the key pieces of work that customers need to, to think about, and again, maybe a, a good partner will help here, is, is not just the deployment of Eva, because ultimately when you do your research on it and you read up on it, it's 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 not super hard to get it going. I mean, there's some remediation work maybe in SharePoint, but the configuration behind the scenes in the admin portal isn't excessive. But what I think you will want to spend time on is adoption and change management. All, all, all of the things that you need to do as an organisation with your end users to ensure that you're using the technology to its fullest extent. You know, you need to understand why people are, under, uh, you know, are going to be using this. What's you know, the classic what's in it for me as an end user and that has to be explained and understood by people. Then you've got to have the training piece, which, again, I would suggest maybe a partner will help with in terms of how, how to use the technology, even if it is intuitive. I think, you know, you, you do need champions and you need videos and you need literature and you need maybe short training courses and then you need some reinforcement as in how well are we doing as an organisation. So I think there's a, there is a bunch of stuff that fits around the sort of like the, the core user experience, which which will add obviously a bit of complexity, but working with good partners, working with Microsoft if necessary, reading the documentation will help you navigate your way through that. Mm. It certainly sounds like it's the it's the user adoption piece that's, that's really going to be key to that. And and certainly like you said, you know, working with partners, you know, bytes are able to accelerate that user adoption of Teams and Viva by helping with this process as a clear strategy. So so if you if 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 you as a listener wanted to explore the possibility of utilizing this within your organization, do please get in touch and we'll be able to assist with that. But that concludes our podcast for today. Uh, I'd just like to thank Carl for your time and sharing your thoughts with us today on Viva. It's been really, really fascinating and um, I, I do thank you so much for uh, going through with that today. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening.